Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. On the grid, sports grid. I'm on the grid. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down with the one and only, the great Red Cam Thornton. I have a feeling he is going to be raging. <laughs> Cam, it's always a pleasure. How you doing? Ah, hanging in there, Gabe. Yes, uh, technology. It's uh, it's amazing, buddy. We're older guys, and uh, we just keep on learning as we go, friend. Uh, doing the best we can, buddy. Well, I know you've had you've had a long day, as I can see. The sun is setting. Yeah. Uh, right now in the six, uh, getting getting dark uh, in New York City uh, as well. Now, Cam, uh, you've been living in self isolation uh, for for a little while. You know, you've got uh, you've got your own house, you've got a studio uh, set up. You're not much of a nightclub guy. You're not really much of a bar guy. You like to go out and have some yeah. chicken wings and a couple of beers uh, every now and then. Um, but I know you haven't gone out uh, very much during this uh, pandemic. Uh, but I know you had to go out earlier and run some errands. How did things go? Not well, Gabe. Uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I went to the bank and they were shaking me down like I was a felon. Like I felt like I was on uh, America's Most Wanted with uh, with Walsh there. But uh, yeah, they're basically, what do you? What is your business inside the bank? I go, well, I have an American check. Oh, okay, that's not a priority. I'm like, well, it kind of is. Uh, having money is a priority. And there was a lineup of 30 people, Gabe, and they basically just... Uh, sent me packing. It was senior first. I have no problem with the seniors going first, but the line was uh, 40 deep, went back there. They wouldn't let me in again. Um, uh, Just craziness. And outside the grocery store, I had to get some stuff for my folks. Uh, Yeah, people are lined up six feet away from each other, not letting people into the same time. It really looks like uh, people are hitting the panic button today. It wasn't a really good day, and uh, plus the technical stuff. Uh, Let's just say uh, not my favorite day of the week so far. Usually I like Fridays. Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, having a rough day. Let me ask you, I can't really picture you. So are you walking around, you have the gloves and a mask and all that type of stuff when you uh, go out there? No, I don't got a mask. I, I don't know what you do when you go to uh, Michael's to pick up your lasagna, but uh, I basically, Lisa gave me just a pair of like winter gloves. Uh, I don't have the mask because most of the people in Ontario have hoarded everything because they're a bunch of jerks. Uh, no, I don't even know where you get a mask. You go to your doctor's office and say, hey, can I get a box of masks? Like I just walk around with gloves and try to stay away from people. But you know, Gabe, I've been uh, back like at Morency Studios. We've been basically self-isolated for a long time. Like since I started doing the shows from home, I'm basically used to this COVID-19. Uh, st- I've been rocking it for about a year and a half. The only difference is I see people a little bit more and you're right, go for more chicken wings, a couple brews. Now I just do everything at home, but I have been practicing self-isolation for a very long time. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, the 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 hoarding of stuff is ridiculous. It is. You know, there's no, there's no food shortages out there, people. Like I said, like I, I, we talked about this last week. I didn't see the head of the toilet paper company saying we're out of toilet paper. They're not out of toilet paper. Like, I don't, I, it's, it, it's amazing to me. And the other thing is people are freaking out. They're buying like every like cleaning product right now. True. And, you know, listen, the stores, you know, surprisingly enough in like New York and New Jersey, it's not pandemonium. It really is. I think, you know, New Yorkers are used to, like, crises, and they're tough, and you know what I mean? It's like, hey, settle down. Stop stop panicking, kid. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yep. Everyone's pretty chill here, even though it's the epicenter of this. Like, there's no difference. Like, really, you go to the store, it's kind of the same. You can tell the people that are freaked out, like, 
you know, they've got their mask and they're all they're all looking scared uh, and everything. But my suggestion is, Cam, um, you know, if there's a Costco, if there's like a Walmart or something like that, just go in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not going to be a lot of people around. I've had no problems. I went to one liquor store. I want to get a couple of bottles of wine. Yeah. I hadn't drank at all through this. I figured, ah, you know what? I'll, I'll kick back. I have a couple of bottles. Not a couple of glasses. I was like, yeah, I have a couple, couple of bottles. bottles. Yeah, I have yeah. with you. Hey, you never know what's going to happen, Gabe. Enjoy yourself. You're right. Yeah, I bought, yeah, Kevin, that's it. I bought two bottles of wine in a six pack. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. perfect. That's right. Exactly. I figured, Probably. all right, you know, two, two bottles of wine in a six pack. I decided to get into the wine first. I crushed the two bottles of wine, but. Hadn't drank in like three weeks. Got to me a little bit. Two bottles of wine can get to you. <laughs> oh, wine's good. Wine's a creeper booze. People don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I drink, you drink wine and I drink wine like Gatorade, but you forget it's 11%, right? So the first couple drinks, you're like, ah, this is nothing. It's just grape juice. And then boom, it'll give you that creeper vibe. But you're absolutely right. It's funny too, Gabe. I got a great story for you. Same type of thing. I went to the beer store and it was closed. So I see these kids there, kind of like the neighborhood lurkers. I go, where do I get beer, guys? They didn't tell me the hours have changed. First, they didn't take my empties, too, because no one wants to touch the bottle. So I got a car full of about $50 worth of empties. I go up to the kid. I go, where do I get beer? He goes, go to Walmart. I go, Walmart? They sell beer? He goes, ah, of course they do. I go there, Gabe. No no beer at my Walmart, though. No, this location, alcohol-free. That's what I did, and I went well, you uh, live, late. Well, you live with the Mormons. Like, yeah, what the hell is going on? I know. Yeah, exactly. I went there, but I did find something else, though. Uh, the Korean uh, markets uh, that stay open till 11, they have a lot of booze and stuff. So just be innovative. Check your no, uh, local neighborhood places. But that kid really pissed me off. He wasted my time. I went to Walmart, seen, and there was no booze. I've seen, I've seen pictures online on Twitter of, of shelves where all the beer is gone. Like, people are hoarding beer now, too. It's true. So... Like, they're selling more beer now than they did before this, I think. So um, people are ordering beer except Corona. So the Corona's <laughs> there all the time because people are idiots, right? So, and I actually drink Corona beer. And too. you get the look. Like, I got the look. I went in, like, same thing. Even so, I went to the wine store. Normally very nice people. It's a small little place, like a very mom and pop type place. Even called Dad's. That's the name of the place. And really nice. They're really nice people. They really are. So I knew they were open because it's an essential service. The alcohol stores have been deemed essential dispensaries, weed, et cetera. So, so I, you know, I'm like, all right, I know it's open. I go over and I see a line and I'm like, Oh God, I'm like, man, go. why are people so stupid? I'm like, come on guys, <laughs> like just act normal and everything will be normal. <laughs> it's like traffic. If one day don't act like an idiot and everything will go smooth. Like just like, so I get there, and it's out of a movie, dude. It's like the movie Contagion. There's all these yuppies, and they've all got, like, designer masks on, and, like, there's couples with their dogs. And they're not, like, six feet apart. They're, like, 20 feet apart. Like, the line's, like... So I'm, like, what's going on here? Like, they're so spread out. So I walk up, and all I say to a girl, a girl and her boyfriend are there. I look at them, and I say, where is, where is, is this or a line, or what's going on? Like, you're all scattered. She goes, she freaks out. We're not supposed to be talking to each other. <laughs> and turns away from me. Oh, wow. I'm like, I'm like 10 oh, feet away wow. from her. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, what is it, North Korea? You're going to get shot. They're all standing there looking scared. I swear to God, people that I've seen in line in hospitals look more chill than these people. It's like, dude, you're waiting in line for a liquor store here. Like, chill out. Exactly. And so I go up to the window. No one would tell me anything. Everyone sort of looks away, like, same thing, like I'm a pariah, right? So I, I go up to the window. 
and it's like a sliding door, and it's sort of open a bit, the crack. And the guy comes over, staying far away on the other side of the glass. He's like, what do you want? And I was like, I'm like, what's the deal here? Well, what do I give you the money through the door? And, you know, and he goes, look at, read the sign. There's like a little piece of paper. It says, I need to email the store my order. Unbelievable. That is and, unbelievable. And so I said to him, I said, and when do I get the order? What do you yeah. mean email? I said, I'm, and he goes, email the order and get in line. And we'll, we'll call you when you're ready. Dude, there's like 20 people in line or something. The guy's a jerk. I've never seen him at the store before. So I say to him, I said, listen, I know it's kind of weird times now, but wouldn't it just be easier if you just, like I told you, you know, can I get that bottle and this yes. bottle? I give you the money. You can pass it through if you don't want people yes. in the store. Yes. I said, email. And he's like, ah, oh, same thing. Like walking away, like a zombie in a walking dead. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? It's like, this is the first time I experienced that sort of like, what's wrong with all of you? Like, you got to chill out, people, all right? You all gotta, you probably already all have it right now already, and you're breathing it back in your own mouth with your mask. Imagine the irony. <laughs> so, That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? So, so I'm standing there, but I needed the booze cam. So now I'm mad. I'm like, this effing coronavirus. And I'm, I, like, and I'm like mad at myself. I should have come earlier because I went near closing time. I should bring that up. I'm like, I should have came earlier, these idiots. But I thought there's another store a couple of blocks away. And it's a bigger sort of big box uh, alcohol store. Call the place. You open. They're like, yep. Go in, Ken. Totally normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the store was fine. All it said, there was a sign that said, please keep your distance from people when shopping. Yeah. I nice went in there. And there was like six people in the store, nice and casual. Got two bottles of wine, a six-pack of Corona, and uh, in, in and out. Uh, of the place and you know it makes me not want to go back to the other place now it's like oh, you know yeah. you chill well, you out know. you're you're acting all crazy like you, you make people nervous like that if everybody just sort of calms down uh it'll um it'll it'll be fine except people aren't calming down right now at kirk herb street and i don't know how you, i think kirk herb street's great I think he's a little bit of a homer for Ohio State. <laughs> he, actually, I got to be honest with you, Gabe, uh, and me and you agree on a lot of things, but I got I to gotta give him a lot of credit. He does those games, and I think a lot of the time, you know, he wants to say, like, go Buckeyes, but he does. He, 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 no, he, no, he's good. I'm not saying, no, no, he calls it, like, by the book. He does. Yeah, the less homer, like, imagine another guy that people that we know, what schools they went to, how they would be. Like, you're either going to be Hawk Harrelson and go over the top crazy, or you're going to be kind of... You know, I and think you can't because, make anybody happy because Herbie, even Ohio State fans think Herbie's too critical of them. Exactly. Right? And they're like, oh, he hates us. He hates his own school. He's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, I think he's great. But I don't know. Like Kirk Herbstreit, he's very, he's almost perfect in a sense, Ken. You know what I mean? Almost no perfect. controversy. You know, clean cut guy might- on ESPN. You know, never rocks the boat, gets the job done. People like him. You know, he's just, you know, he's good at what he does. You got to give him credit. He's very good at what he does. Big time. Yep. He upset people last week because on he went on Twitter and he said what a great job he thinks Cuomo does during these press conferences. <laughs> and Cuomo's a Democrat, right? Yeah. And, you know, college football is more right wing, Republican. So people flipped out at Herbie. 
hey, keep your politics to yourself, <laughs> and I, I don't, you know, I don't follow you for this. And <laughs> Herbie even said, he said, I'm not getting political. And he said, and you know, he was lying. He said, I don't even know what party this guy is in, but I think he does a good job. <laughs> All right, Herbie. Yeah, you, you don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Like. I don't know, like people are just, come on, Herbie, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like Herbie doesn't like to rock the boat at all. So he took it there. Now people are pissed because Herb Street says he doesn't think there'll be a college football season. I got to tell you something. I kind of like his honesty. People don't want to hear things that are negative. And sometimes you, you, you're you the bearer of bad news and I'm the bearer of bad news. Wouldn't you rather us have an opinion or tell the truth rather than sugarcoat something? Hey, all these leagues are pushing back dates, Gabe. We're not here. Hey, we're here to stay positive too. It could happen, sure. But you talk about college football, 100,000-plus people, uh, the big house, Beaver Stadium. Like, there's these places hold a lot of people. What are you going to do? Have no fans in these games? And you talk about it. These dates are getting pushed back. The only thing that's going to work, you brought up a great idea, and I talked to Blessing about it too, like a warehouse for basketball that could work. You test the people. You play. You quarantine. You go out. You play the games. It makes sense. College football is a totally different animal game. You know that. Yeah, and you can't even do it for, even the NBA is impossible. You're not going to be able to test 15 guys, quarantine them, uh, referees. Look at look at one game, all right, that Utah Jazz-Detroit Piston game. Yep. Basically, one basketball game led to four people getting coronavirus. It's very that true. That we know of, that were tested, yeah. right? Christian Wood of the Pistons, Donovan Mitchell of the very Jazz, true. Rudy Gobert of the Gobert. Jazz, yep. and a cameraman that was working courtside. Um, that's four people. Like, there's too many people involved in these these operations. Like a college football team, guys, is about 90 kids, exactly. 100 kids. You know, you'll have 75 kids, and there's a bunch of the other kids standing. They don't have names on their jerseys and whatever. And there's a lot of people around. Coaches, man, these staffs. There's like 20 coaches on these coaching staffs. The coaches are all in their late 50s, 60s. Some of them in the 70s. Yeah, they're all very vulnerable. These people. Um, the problem is too, and like you said, I, you know, this is, we're not getting ahead. And people basically said to Herb Street, oh, shut up, Herb Street. You're not a doctor. You shouldn't be talking about stuff like this. No, he's not a doctor, but he's the biggest name and the biggest announcer analyst in college football talking about college football. <laughs> so yeah, I'd listen. <laughs> yeah. Like Kirk Herb Street didn't get on Twitter and start talking about vaccinations and saying, this is my opinion on how to solve coronavirus. He was asked about college football. And I'll tell you what, we spoke to Matt Marshall of the Orlando Sentinel, great guy, and um, he cover, covers college football. And it's very real. I know people don't want to hear this, but it's the same thing for the Olympics. College football teams just don't show up on Friday and start the season Saturday, guys. Brian Kelly, Notre Dame head coach, says that if he's not open for business on July 1st, he's got a big problem. And he's saying that basically he can't be ready for the season. Like they won't be ready. They can't be ready. There's already talk of killing all non-conference games potentially. And I'll tell you right now, no fans. Like that's no, that's like, and moving forward, I have to wonder, guys, society is going to change as a whole so much after this. All right. Think about the things that we used to do commonly that right now you'd be like, what are you insane? Think about a movie theater, Ken. Yeah, good point. In the old days, 600 people, people. crammed in watching like the new Batman movie, all yeah. squeezed in there right there together. 
people literally died in those like, lineups yes. to get the Star Wars, you know? Like, like you're literally right next to people. You know, subways into work in the morning, crammed face to face commonly. It went for me being in New York City, where literally, like most people, it's not normal, but like it's like Bangladesh or something came. <laughs> like basically, you just hope, like I, you know, I hate to say it, but I would just make sure that I was next to a chick. If I'm going to be pressed up against somebody, I, you don't even have to be hot. I just yeah. don't like being squeezed up against dudes on metros yeah. and stuff. Hey, okay? fat guy, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Old lady, fat skin, yeah. I don't care. Like, it's like, whatever. I'd rather, like, I don't even like sitting next to dudes on buses, like, as it was before. Like, you think of all this stuff. So, as you stated, you what? You're going to put you're gonna put 118,000 kids in a big house in, what, four months from now? Good luck with that. Good luck with that. It won't happen. And as Kirk, as Kirk Herbstreet stated, and he's pretty real about it. And listen, he's a smart guy. That's why. Yeah, he's very he's, right. he's a smart guy. <laughs> and yeah. he basically stated, and he said he thinks 12 to 18 months. And they said, well, why 12 to 18 months? And you've heard this a lot from people. And he said, well, until there's a vaccination out there, how are you going to put all these people together? And it's a very good point. Now, listen, you know, we're, we're just throwing it out there that what's going on in the college football world. To make you feel better, to make you feel better, uh, this is, a, you know, it's like a movie. We started off kind of, but yeah, it's like, here's the positive. To make you feel better. Hey, don't yeah. worry, things get better. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Think, uh, this, oh, this is depressing. No, no, I guess better. We do have lines. Normally, point spreads don't come out until like, you know, June or something. Remember, it's always a big deal, the Golden Nugget games of the year and stuff. Whatever, FanDuel's got college football lines up for almost every game uh, right now already. So on the plus side, if you're like, nah, you guys are crazy, we'll share some of the, the lines uh, with you. Uh, but it's becoming real, and uh, we'll get into some of the numbers that are posted out there. I'll tell you now, there's not going to be an NHL season. Uh, I'll put my name on that. I'll tell you that hockey is done. Uh, we are not done, and uh, we promise we, uh, we'll, we'll make you smile, we'll make you laugh, we'll make you cry, we'll make you scream. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Dave Lorenzi. We're kicking it with the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Uh, Cam, things are getting so bad now. Uh, you know, we're wrestling's in doubt now. Uh, moving forward. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I know. Roman Reigns. He's not yeah. going to WrestleMania. They're questioning that. Like, if, if Vince McMahon and wrestling can't get it together, then yeah, yeah. things are dicey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that this is a this is you know we're 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 desperate times call for uh, desperate measures. Uh, I ask people this. I mean, you're not on. You're not on. Uh, so, you know, you're not on Twitter too much, but you are a bit. I'm on a little. Um, these days, I've been on a little bit more. I just have more time to read stuff. But yeah, I'll go on Twitter for you. So yeah, people have been betting on uh, the simulated football. Yeah, uh, I'm, stuff. Not, I, I, they had I'm a, not down either. Here's the thing, Gabe. They had a simulated hockey game. It was St. Louis and Washington. You know, it's just these simulated things. They don't get me going. Like you know what I mean? It's not live. It's like. 
I like computers. Don't get me wrong. I played a lot of video games, but this simulated stuff doesn't get me excited. And I've always told you, even when I went to the casino, uh, the electronic blackjack, the electronic games, anything that's, you know, has a preconceived an algorithm. I kind of like that human element, which has been really hard for me with my gambling, but I, I'm not down with simulated games, hockey, League of Legends, anything. I'm just not a simulation guy. I don't know how you feel. Uh, it's not no, my... Neither am I. And it's funny because I did get into the virtual soccer. Um, and it wasn't simulation. It is. It's virtual. It's a little bit different. But same thing. I was doing it on Saturday nights when I was drunk at 2 in the morning to have fun. <laughs> you know? And I got dumb, though. It started off with, you know, oh, I'll put 10 bucks on this little game. It's like a soccer game, Cam. There's only like three possessions per team. <laughs> so it goes up and down the field. The game's like a minute and a half. So it's fast, which means it's dangerous, right? And like anything, yeah, I started off like five, ten bucks a game, and yep. there were there was one nightcap. Like I was, it was like four fifty, five hundred yeah. per game. <laughs> yeah, you're going nuts. Like it's yeah, the only like because yeah. I won, right? I'm like, oh, I'm up six hundred bucks. I'm like, next thing I'm betting three hundred bucks on these like virtual soccer games that are lasting like seventy seconds, right? And then I'm getting mad. I'm like, freaking Ghana. I'm like, that's the last time Ghana screws me. I was getting mad, dude, at like the virtual, at the virtual teams. I'm all like, virtual Germany suck, all right? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, virtual Germany, but then I, you know, but it gets in your head. Because then, you know, I was like, there were patterns, right? I was like, man, Germany's the favorite. They always draw. Like, basically, you have to think like how, like how evil they are. But it all started with me telling people, never play that stuff. It's like playing blackjack and all these things. You'll win the first few times. Yeah, yeah. It's really like a like they're like crafty. Like yeah, first time hey, first one's first yeah, off exactly. free. Yeah, right? the guy yeah, new bar first yeah, beer is free. Everyone's skeptical. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to win playing this. It's virtual. I'm not going to win. Yeah. They know you think that, and then you get roped, and then you know. So I'm not I'm not getting into this stuff either. I'm not going to lie. There's times, and I'm okay. I mean, I think we sort of needed the rest. I saw. I think it was Rufus Peabody. Uh, talked about it. He's a very good handicapper uh, out there, and uh, you know, he's finished in contests and stuff like that. He's you know he's big time, and he basically stated it was it was smart what he said. He said I never realized how drained I was and how draining betting on sports every day for all my life was. It's a good point. Like it is sort of like it's relaxed for a second, right? And now I'm more selective because now I see, and people will, like, you know, I got a tweet the other day, oh, I'm Red Sea, there's a, there's a basketball game in Belarus going on at 11 in the morning yeah, tomorrow with like, these women. You I'm like, guys, out. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. You know what, it's like you stated, I'm not judging people for doing it. Nope. You know, if you're trying to pass time and get an itch, but I'm like you, I'm betting to win money, right? No, well, we have I'm bills not betting because I'm bored. I'm not bored. I got yep. a lot of things going on. Yeah, pandemics or not, I'm never bored. Life's too short to be bored. I agree. So I'm not sitting around trying to pass time betting on simulated football. And I'm not going to bet $100 per simulated match. And then if I bet 10 bucks on it, I get uh, nothing out of it and no rush. Exactly. I don't care. It's a waste of time. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it's a waste of time. So, hey, the other night, there was an Australian soccer game. I knew. I'm like, man, these Australian soccer games always go over. I know because I'm a degenerate, and I always used to lose betting the unders in this league. This is where my knowledge helped. It was a real bet. I knew. And I even told. I told our boy Pete that always tweets us. I said, you yep. know what? I said, this game's going to go over. These games always go over. Boom. It went over. 
I waited. I, that was the last bet I made, Cam. It was about five days ago. It is what it is. When I see another spot, I'll hop up and in. Until then, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I've been very selective uh, with everything too, Gabe. It's actually weird. It's almost like this pandemic is, when it comes to gambling. I'm not saying I've stopped, but I used to in the afternoons, exactly what you said, like play every race. Oh, you know, fired away for the stake. Fire, yeah, just firing a Tampa when it comes back. Yeah, That's I know. the key. I agree. That if it's like, all right, there's 20 games on now, I don't care. I, I don't four. like them. Yeah. No, not even four. One. One. Yeah, you, don't know, you, you don't get it already. You're right back. You're like Big Card Julio. You need it. You're like, you're like, oh, no. I just bet four. <laughs> no, you, no, you would have been proud of me, man. No, I, I, I had the horse racing channel up the whole days, and you know what, Gabe? I had uh, at our at bet three six five. I had two hundred bucks. I turned it into four hundred and eighty, and I wanted right. to play like every race after that. You know what I did? I went enough. This was a very positive day. You can play all these tracks at night, Australia, whatever. Take a break. Like it's hard to win. Like it's what you say. It's like. All the times that you're just firing away, firing away, you don't think when you need that 50 bucks, when you need that 120 bucks, right? It's like every little bit helps. And you're absolutely correct. When this thing comes back, I think we're going to be a lot more selective. I'm not going to say there's not going to be nights where we don't enjoy the card, which we will. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to bet on everything just for the sake of betting and killing time. That's one thing. Our selectiveness has really helped us. I, I don't believe you. I got it. I, mean, this I is swear like, to God, it's the truth. This is like you saying you were, you, you were eating salad. Nope. This is like, no, you're more disciplined now, but I know when it comes back, you're going to be all in. You're going to be all in on every damn game and every race. It hurts. I'm all positive for you and saying, hey, you know, you stopped your stuff. You still don't believe me. No, no, I got to keep it real here, Cam. I love you, but I got to keep it real. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. This is like when when I got you on the spot and you said, I eat salad. And I'm like, I do eat salad. And then, yeah, it started. And then you're like, well, no. I say I eat a lot of it, but once in a while I do. Like, I have homemade lettuce. I do not eat salad. I'll say, I don't eat salad. I actually eat broccoli. Not all the time, but when I have when I I have salmon, like if I have a salmon, I'll have a vegetable with it. But I don't tell you the time that I eat deep dish pizza, french fries, fried chicken, wings. Like, that's the thing. I have salads. But they're very intermittent. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) They're not a regular occurrence. (laughs) Uh, It's worked for you so far. Why shake things up? That's why they say, don't make friends with salad. Salad. Don't make friends with salad. Salad. Don't Uh, make friends with salad. And she's like, hey, I made made cold soup for everyone. Go back to Russia. That's that true. No, I, I like that though. I don't. I don't believe you, Cam. I'm like, hey, no, I really did. I was uh, really. Uh, happy. Uh, I'm like, I'm sure people watching right now. They're like, believe me, it's hey, true. But this? I, I thought about this too. People are like getting all mad and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I want to go out. I can't do this. I can't do yeah, that. I don't worry I about it. Settle down. Like you were a Catholic before, right? Exactly. Like people sit on their ass and watch TV all the time, and now they're they're getting paid to stay yeah. home and watch TV, and they're complaining. Exactly. And, that's a great point. That's a oh, great point. So I saw your tweet. You're like, oh, all you idiots are out there saying, oh, you want to go out and watch the game? What are you going to do when sports comes back? Sit on your fat ass on yes. your fat couch and watch the damn game. So yes. shut your pie hole. <laughs> no, 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 I exactly. thought about that the other day. I'm like, all these people are crying. All right, social isolation. Right. I'm Never. like, all you people do already is sit at home and bitch on Twitter as it is. Right? <laughs> so... Like, and now, now the government's even giving you a check for it. Exactly, yeah. Like, you're, like, really, all you have to do is sit at home and watch TV. And you can't even do that properly. Like, this is how useless this generation is. And 
I thought about it, and back to The Simpsons, and The Simpsons knows everything all the time, is there's an episode, uh, <laughs> there's an episode when they're all locked in the seniors' home. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> Simpson, yeah, he said, he goes, we can go outside again. They go outside, he opens the door. I don't like the looks of those teenagers. And they go back inside, right? That's right. I don't like the look of those teenagers. So, yeah, I don't like the look of those teenagers. So, bring the salad over, honey. I want to prove something to Gabe. Bring the salad over. You need a salad, salad live on the air here. Yeah, show me the bag of salad. Bring it on. Yeah, see? Yeah, here you go. It's going bad. Yeah, it's going bad. I got to eat it tonight. But there's a bag of romaine. Yeah, yeah, it's going bad because it's been in your fridge for so long because you never eat it. Caesar salad tonight, baby. Let's go. Yeah, you're right, Gabe. I haven't been eating it in a long time. I'm not time. judging you. <laughs> you judge me with the betting. Ah, you know, you're gonna go back and bet everything. I'm like, no, oh, you will. I, I stand by that, and I probably will too. But like that's the whole thing. We're all saying, all right, discipline, discipline. Yeah. But think about it. exactly, Cam. Everyone's like, oh, I want sports back. I want to be able to go outside. Well, what's going to happen when sports come back? You're going to sit at home watching sports all the time. <laughs> that, that's a great line from The Simpsons. I don't like the look of those teenagers. <laughs> so listen, the first college football game up, we told you this, we got some numbers. First college game up, Notre Dame and Navy. Oh, boy. Notre Dame and Navy. And uh, Notre Dame are 16 and a half point favorites. They covered last time when they played Navy last year at minus 14. They destroyed them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the one of the yeah, Navy were good last year. I remember that game. It was a bad bet. I was on Navy. We were kind of in it. it. Yeah, you know, Cam, that game was closer. I, I think it was like 35-7 or something like that. I remember that game. Navy were kind of in it, but Notre Dame's a good team. Notre it's Dame tough. turned it up a notch as the game went up. Notre Dame are good. I, you know, I don't even like Notre Dame. No, nor do I. I mean, but I you, give them more credit than the average person. It's funny. Remember in the old too. days, Notre Dame were always overhyped. Now I'm they're underhyped. I couldn't agree more. And you warned me. Like, I remember I was on Notre Dame that game, and I told people I really liked them. But you warned me in the bowl game. When they played Iowa State, I'm like, oh, Iowa State, whatever. No, well, I was all over the Irish. They killed I, was oh, I was wrong. And Notre Dame kicked the living crap out of them. And I'm like... Why did I bet on Iowa State when Notre Dame's a hundred times better than these guys? But yeah, no, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's taken me it's taken me forty nine years to figure Notre Dame out. All right, like honestly, like I've I've gotten good with Notre Dame recently, yeah. like over the last few years. I used to just always bet against them, yeah, spite, I and I'd lose. Like exactly. I used to bet against that Tony Rice and Lou Holtz, and like all the time I'd bet against Notre Dame, and it would cost me. I hated them, and. Um, and then I sort of stayed away, or I'd pick on them a bit, and they were bad for a while, and they were sort of easy to bet on. But under Kelly, they're, they're, they were tougher to read. But Notre Dame are good. They just get tattooed in a title game type thing. That's like true. There's, Notre Dame, you know what Notre Dame are? You Notre Dame are like a fighter who are going to beat everybody except the champion, right? They're like one of those type of fighters. They're just like, yeah, listen, he fights 12 times, he's going to win 10 of them. He yeah. might lose to the title or the, the champion of the number one contender, but he'll beat most of the people that he faces. That's the So for the record, 16, that game's in Ireland. So I'm just saying, Ken, think about the challenges of like college football already. Hey, guys, first game up. Well, it happens to be in Ireland. That's not happening. In August. I'm sorry. Like, like we you know can, what I'm saying? Like, okay, like right, we're going to Ireland? Really? Yeah. Like, like your lock like, of hockey, I would say the same thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
the, people, are you not listening? There's a travel ban going on, and you think you're going to take the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and Navy to Ireland to play a football game? Get bent. That one we can guarantee. That's not happening. Sorry. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the first game up with your college football year, August 29th. Welcome to Ireland. Yeah, yeah, that's like, that's done. Like, almost right now, we'll tell you that game's not happening. They're not playing in Ireland. God, no. And Ireland's under lockdown now, too. Or and they're about to. And you know, this is what crazy, how much of a crazy world it is right now. Um, Tom Brady's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's like, yeah. wow. Like, yeah, I mean, like that pass. Yeah. I hate different. to admit it, because I guess, like, I should be smarter than this, but I never really thought of the whole TB, TB thing. Uh, yeah, TB, TB. Yeah, yeah, TB, TB. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay? Yeah, TB, TB. Tuberculosis, but we don't have to talk about well, that. Well, yeah, well, thanks. Well, yeah, we're we'll trying to be positive here. Like, hey, <laughs> you guys want to bring up lupus now? Lupus. Lupus. Yeah. What, scurvy? You wanted another TB. I just gave you TB. Yeah, because I know that Tom Brady's filed for copyright. TB plus TB. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he's got a bunch of TB type things. <laughs> but I was going to say, it's such a crazy world right now that Conor McGregor did a video. I think this like son of a bitch is going to like run for office or something. <laughs> like, he acted like he was like the, the prime minister. Like He's sitting in a chair... And he goes, oh, I'm Conor McGregor, and I'm here to address my people. And he gave a really good speech. And he basically stated, don't listen to any, any, any officials. Don't listen to anybody. This is the biggest, like, it was very impressive what he did. I was surprised. He's like, uh, I know big fights, and this is a big, the biggest fight I've ever seen. He's like, stay at home. He's like, if I see you, he's like, stay at home. <laughs> and he's like, basically... He's like, this is serious. And he goes, this could go on for a long time. We have to take this seriously. And then he donated a million dollars to family struggling. Yeah, he goes, yeah. I got a million dollars for struggling people. I'm setting up a, 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 a relief effort to help people in the neighborhood. And I was like, wow, man. What, 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 what world are we living in here now? When Connor, <laughs> a guy that Voice does blow off a stripper's back <laughs> normally. And punches people like old men in the face because they don't accept a free shot. It's like a voice of reason in the world. Yeah, it's like, good. Uh, it's like it's the end of the world, Cam. It really is. Yeah, it's pretty weird, man. And that guy, it's funny you mentioned that Boris Johnson. He got he he got it too, right? So yeah. he's in charge of he's in charge of the UK. He's next. So oh, yeah, for the record, he yeah. didn't think it was serious. Oh no, he's like I'm shaking hands and stuff, and the guy's joking around. Yeah. Next day, he go, you got I it, but like I know stop. it's a virus. I know it's a virus and it doesn't think, but I got to tell you, it feels like it does. There seems to be a massive pattern of people that mock this thing that get it. Get it. Yeah, no, you're right. Don't mock like, it. No, no, there really is. Like, don't think you're laughed at it. Charles Barkley, Barkley said, no fans. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. This ain't nothing but a flu. Two days later, he's in quarantine. Exactly. Um, you know, all those spring breakers, they're starting to get it. I, I read in the paper some chick, same thing, 21 years old. She did some video, uh, you know, out with her friends eating, laughing about coronavirus. Well, guess who's in the hospital today, Ken? Yeah. She is. Yeah. Right? Like, funny. We go one by one, exactly. And people that, like, that's why, they, listen, Mr. Coronavirus, we fear you. <laughs> no, no, you no. I do not mock you. I fear you. I know. I'm aware. If you're near me, just, uh, you know, I'll walk quietly and tiptoe the other way. Don't get near me, man. Don't be. He's a tough There's a pattern of people that are deniers and then laugh about.
Savage get it. Mockers, mockers get it. You're right. Deniers, mockers, and clowns, they all get it, too. Hopefully, I, I know. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from Deniers, mockers. <laughs> like Seinfeld. All they do is mock. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Marenzi, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Chad Stewart. Um, one of the cool things, and next week we'll get back into the NFL draft props. Yeah, it was uh, fun. So, yeah, we'll start to go through the more different positions, and yeah, there, there's a million props out there uh, that we'll jump on. But one of the things that we're having a great time with is uh, answering your questions. It's a great way to keep you interacted, um, you know, with, with us, and you know, during these times when we don't have a live chat uh, during the show. So, uh, as always, we got a bunch of questions uh, that are coming in uh, right now. But I talked about college football point spreads. So, we said, listen, you know, we gave you this is what we're doing. We're giving you both sides of the argument. Kirk Herbstreet says he highly doubts it. Uh, we bring it up. You watch, you guys watch the interview I did with Matt Michelle of the, uh, of the Orlando Sentinel. He covers college football. He says they're not there yet in college football, but it's definitely coming up. It's a concern. Uh, the head of Boston College is um, sports, law, and business, and ethics. I guess this guy's like the go-to guy in America. He's like the best sports, business, law, ethics guy out there. And he said it earlier in the week. He said, in my opinion, there will be no NFL or college football. <laughs> and that was him. And they were like, wow, really? And then they started asking coaches. Uh, Dennis Dodd did a great piece in CBS Sports about it. Mac Brown, uh, Brian Kelly, uh, the Georgia Athletic uh, Director, Bronco Mendehall, all were saying it's a legitimate possibility. Um, but so if you're like, nah, and, you know, people are split on this, you know? I think if you didn't believe how real this is, you should start waking up to it, but... Um, if you don't, we give you both sides. Hey, Notre Dame and Navy, they're playing in Ireland, if you believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go buy plane tickets for that right now. See how that goes. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't even happen. It doesn't even flight. Yeah, like, it's not even planes going there. Like, yeah. I don't even know what people are thinking. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but if you don't get travel insurance, you're a moron. You got Arizona's at Hawaii. <laughs> uh, Arizona's minus 10 and a half. Take uh, Hawaii. I'll take Hawaii as a dog, please. Utah BYU is a fun game in uh, in week one. There's a week zero. You know what a, a cool game. And you know what, Cam? This is it's too bad too because on on September the fifth. Okay, let's hope. You know, let's play uh, uh, poly positive. Yeah. On September the fifth, that's when the Kentucky Derby would be. Yeah. The Kentucky Derby would be Saturday, September fifth. Alabama USC September Woo! the fifth. Yeah. Alabama thirteen point favorites. Washington and Michigan. Oh, what a game, buddy. Old school. We're going old school. Mark Brunel. Yeah, uh, like at the nice old like Big Ten. Yeah, they played in the Rose Bowl in the old days. Um, real old school uh pack pack uh pack ten, pack eight. What was it? Pack eight, pack ten, pack ten, big ten. Yeah, pack ten. You know, I mean you know it's pack eight, pack ten, pack twelve, still pack ten, etc. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, with the name. So you have uh, Michigan, one point favorites. 
Uh, that game's in Washington. That game's in Washington, actually. I was surprised to see Michigan, one point, road favorites uh, in that game. The Alabama-USC game would be at uh, Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, I'll tell you now, and this this I'll put my name on. I'll guarantee you. There'll be no fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. There will I, be no fans. 100% agree. There yeah. won't be anybody there. Like, if Alabama play USC on September the 5th in Dallas, Texas, it will be an empty Ghost, Cowboys stadium. Ghost town, yep. That, and that'll be weird to watch a game there with nobody in that facility. Man, that's crazy. Well, then but, you get into the argument where why play in these big facilities then? Like, if the field is good, like, even the NBA talking about that, like, they're dead set on this. Like, let's say the NBA comes back, right, this summer. Um, Thomas and Mac. I guarantee you there's no fans. Like, that's, yeah. like, one million percent. There's no fans. Like we said, moving forward, you wonder about the future of fans as a whole, like, forever almost. Um, and I'm talking about the concept of it. It'll just, it's going to have to change. Isolated, different. You're not squeezing everyone in anymore. Like, times are going to change. But, yeah, they were basically stating that if we're going to be in an empty arena, why be in an arena? Like, we just need a good gym. We need yeah. a good floor and enough room for the cameras and stuff. So as you stated, they were the NBA was saying, telling teams, like, do you have another arena? Thing is, like, Rico is a dunk. So what, are the Raptors going to play in the Rico Center? No. no. Maybe their practice facility, which is They nice. might play with the 905s, play at the Paramount Center. It used to be the yes. Hershey Center. That yes. makes sense. Yes, exactly. So, and like, the, stuff like that. But there's challenges, guys. There is. Like, you know, like, look at New York right now. Like, the Brooklyn Nets would be in the playoffs, right? How Brooklyn can't play in New York right now. No, they cannot. Like, New no. York shut down. And I know the time goes, but not really, guys. Like, if you listen to any of the experts, we're still heading into the eye of the storm here. We're not even into the worst part of this yet. So, basketball won't be a priority. Uh, you know, hopefully, and listen, I hope I really, really hope I'm wrong. Normally, I don't like being wrong with these takes, but God, I hope I'm wrong, Cam. And college football starts and basketball's back and everything. everything's great. Um, so let's get to some of the questions. We did the best Raptor of all time. Our boy Kyle, who's a big uh, Dallas Maverick fan, yeah. asked, who do you guys think is the best Dallas Maverick of all time? And it's not really much of, you know, you know, can we go? You, can you go anywhere besides Dirk? No. Yeah, you can. Yeah, really? you can. Yeah, uh, you can. What, are you Mark Aguirre? No, I, I was going to go a couple of guys. What about Mark Finley? Mark Aguirre to me was what great. About Finley? What about Michael Finley? Finley? Yeah, Michael Finley's great, good, very good, great, one of the all-time great uh, maps, but he's not on Dirk's level. No, 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 it's Dirk. Dirk. He is. Come on. He's the best Dallas Maverick. I'm just saying, thinking you outside can argue the. Argue who the two guy is almost. It's Dirk. You to me, a guy who was a great Dallas Maverick was Jason Terry. He's good. Jason Terry's good. Mark Aguirre. I'd go with Michael Finley. Jason Kidd. Jason Jason Kidd had some good years there. Steve Nash played there a couple of years, but not uh, no. He would be. I, I would go with actually number two, Mark Aguirre, and then th in the three hole for bronze, I gotta go with. Uh, you gotta go, Gabe. Don't you? Don't you think Michael Finley? Like he was amazing with the Dallas Mavericks. He was a scoring machine. What about Luca? Is it too soon? Not played enough because he's damn good. Close though. He's, he's very that good. Yeah, he is very close. Another couple of years, he's a lock. Like actually, next year he's a lock. I agree. All I like right, we were we were asked. Um, I don't know. I don't know who asked us this one. I think it might have been Coach Mack um, on, on Twitter. Somebody, whoever, asked New York Knicks. <laughs> New York Knicks is, 
The Knicks are such a storied franchise, but when you really break it down, they haven't ever really been all that good that much over the years. But they've had some great players. Listen, when it comes to the Knicks, it, what do you value here? Do you value the championships with Walt Frazier? Yep. You know, or the, the, or longevity you know, of success with Patrick Ewing. Or Patrick Ewing, who, you know, was the, like you said, the longevity of the Knicks and Patrick Ewing, the face of the franchise, one of the all-time greats in Patrick Ewing. But think what Walt Frazier is. It wasn't just, like, nice suits that he has now, Ken. Oh. Like, he freaking dominated, bro. Like, you know, like in a game seven, man, in the championship against the Lakers, he scored like 36 points, like 19 rebounds, like, you know, over the top type of numbers carried them to a couple of titles. Willis Reed is big because there's the famous Willis Reed moment where he walked back in, right? He was injured and he came back out uh, in a game seven. Um, and that was the game, actually, that um, that Fraser totally dominated uh, in. Like, Fraser was a freaking stud. You know, before there was a Raptors cam, you know, growing up, I never really had an NBA team. I was more of like a, a fan of players. Players, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I liked yeah. Dr. J. The Sixers were, you know, Dr. J and, and Tony and, and all those guys, Mo Cheeks and, and Moses Malone. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, I liked them, but I wasn't like a Sixer fan per se. I liked players, but I liked the Knicks, like, because uh, I like Bernard King. Good call. You know, so you know, Bernard King, who scored more points than anyone for the Knicks ever. He averaged like 32 points a game type of thing in the season. But he his career was shortened by injury. Man, there's been a lot of great Knicks. I mean, that, that, those Knicks teams that, that made the finals and it had the, um, had the feud with the Miami Heat. Hate to say it, Carmelo Anthony, good years. You want to talk Chris oh, Childs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some guy. Like, that's the thing. I, I love about Walt Fraser, though. He is still Mr. New York. You talk about his steakhouse, doing the commercials, no play for Mr. Gray. Uh, your beard is weird. Thing. Your stash is trash. He gets the intangible vote for comedy as well. No, the guy's the hilarious. The, yeah, winning, the winning puts him over the top over Ewing. Yeah. I put Ewing two. Uh, Willis Reed, three. Bernard King... You know, not not quite at four. Mello is interesting. You know, a guy that, uh, like I said, all those guys on that team were all awesome, right? But the thing is, they weren't there forever, and it was sort of like Latrell Sprewell was great when he was there, with the Knicks. Yes. Right? Latrell right. Sprewell was great. Uh, Larry Johnson was on fire for a couple of years with the Knicks. Mm -hmm. My favorite player, crazily enough, was I love Larry Johnson, but... Like I said, I was a big Nick fan of that team. It was, you know, pre-Raptor, just when the Raptors were coming to the league type thing, was was Allen Houston. Allen Houston, Houston. Yeah, Allen Houston awesome. hit a <laughs> massive shot that any Nick fan watching now remembers, of course, against the Miami Heat. The famous, he came in, he made the layup, and he looked into the camera. Yep. Was uh, like, yeah. I got yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, he looked right into the yeah. camera. He's one of the first guys to do it, kind of. Like, people, you know what I mean? He went to the camera and he did like the fist, like, <laughs> and uh, like people, you remember, like that series was so heated. It was like game, set, match, like that right at the end. Man, they suspended everybody, guys. Like people don't realize that. They suspended everybody. All right. There was like a bench clearing brawl yep. and the league was flipping out. They're like, it's getting out of control. You're not really even playing basketball anymore. The final scores, guys, were like 80 to 76 80, and yeah, stuff. 80, like, 
first team to 80 no, wins. No, it was really like 76, 76 with four minutes left sometimes, right? It was like, it was like basketball. Like everyone's pushing each other. And like, it was very non, like it wasn't graceful. And so there's a big brawl and stuff. And everyone's suspended because everyone left the bench. But what are you going to do? It's the playoffs. <clears throat> and it's like to go to the, it wasn't even, look, it was, it was the second round. It wasn't even like to go to the finals. It was like the second round, I think. And uh, like they're battling like nuts. Like they're killing each other out there. They suspend everybody. And it's one of the craziest things ever. I'll never forget it too. They're like, well, what are you going to do? Suspend everybody? And, and, and Stern's like, yes, I will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people are like, how the hell are you going to suspend everybody? You can't suspend everybody. You got to play the game. And uh, he's like, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to suspend you in alphabetical order. And then, Cam, you have to randomly look, oh, my God, like it's A through G. And you start adding it up. And in one game, the Knicks had a big advantage. It was like Ewing, Houston. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like all the early childs. <laughs> yeah. No, like, like Knicks F- alphabet was good, like, like, like from the A to G's. But they were screwed after, right? And so it's hilarious. Because, like, well, how do you do it, like, randomly? You're going to randomly suspend guys. They went whatever, alphabetical order for the rest. So you guys missed this game. And that was my idea for the Houston Astros this year. Because people are like, how are you going to suspend all the Astros? Well, that's what you do. You tell the Astros, you're all suspended for two months. Yep. All of you. Every single it. one of you on the team, even if you weren't involved, you're suspended because you're on the Astros. And tough. That's the way it goes. So... You're on the Astros, you're suspended, and I would have done it like that. Because I wouldn't have said, well, listen, we're going to suspend, like, Altuve and everyone at once. Because, yeah. you know, people, right. people pay for tickets. You're not yeah. going to let the farm team play in their place. But I would have went in alphabetical order, too. I would have said, like, there's 25 of you. 80 of you are going to yeah. miss the first three weeks. The next 80 of you are going to miss the next. And then, and then to make it random, it's alphabetical order. That's a problem. So in other words, Altuve, you know, but it would help because well, Altuve then. would only miss the beginning of the season. Yeah, but he'd be out with Bregman. So you'd miss a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you're about Springer? Yeah, like Springer. Springer would be F at the end. So and yeah. Correa. <laughs> and Correa. Yeah. A, B, C. That's a big problem for the Astros. That's a big problem. Yeah, well, that's not a big problem because <laughs> nothing, nothing happened to them. <laughs> yeah. Excellent point. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, M. Jackson. Marenzi, did you ever go to a casino with Craig Carton? Quite the question. Yeah, I've never, uh, never even met the man. You know him will have a lot more than me. If so, what was the most amount of money you ever saw him lose? I'm not hating. I'm just curious. He asked. <laughs> yeah, <not>. Curious. <laughs> Great question. Yeah, how much money did he lose at the casino? <laughs> uh, no, I never went to a casino with Craig Carton. Uh, I went out with Craig Carton on a couple of occasions in New York City to like bars and stuff, but uh, I never went to a casino with him. Yeah, his his casino stories were kind of documented, and I think, um, and I don't know, right? You never know when someone has lost, but yeah, <clears throat> I think he lost Cam about four hundred and fifty in a night before. 
$450,000. Yes, yes. Wow. Holy yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, you think a couple grand's time. Yeah, that's a big chunk of change. No, yeah. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give I him think credit. God, like he, yeah. dude, yeah, you're a big star. You're going to get markers, right? So the yeah. Atlanta casino, casinos, bro, Carton needed credit. They were giving it to him. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, they yeah, were like, that's right, Carton. Like, they're like, yeah. give it to him, right? So, I think like he told a story once. Like I said, I'm not. I wouldn't tell anything that I would never share. You know what I mean? And the thing is, I wasn't like best friends with him or anything. I didn't. You know, I worked with him briefly, and I got along with him. But he told me once, basically, yeah, he got like quarter million dollars credit one night and basically lost it. Wow. Like at a table, two hundred and fifty. But he also had nights where he won, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you know, I think I think one night he won four four mil. Did he invent those NFL band-aids that I got when you were cleaning yes. out your area? Yeah, great ideas. Like I, I really that is a great idea. Like he had yeah. band-aids and Gabe's like, ah, there's no I go, you got Seahawks? They're like, nah, they only got Eagles left. So I got a bunch of like packages of Eagles band-aids. They're they're fantastic. Really, really they're, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're bandages with the Eagles logo. I go, what a great idea. That is a brilliant me, idea. He goes, ah, I got scammed in a band-aid deal. <laughs> and I said, band-aids? Like, what the Great story. Oh, he had a lot of stories. He was like, trust me, like he had, dude, he had like ideas. Like that was his problem. He had too many ideas, right? That was his thing. Like he had ideas and ideas. Yeah, exactly. Like he one of those guys. You know, hamster. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you're out partying or whatever, and you know, you're just sort of in party mode. He was one of those guys that, you know what we should do. Like, you don't yeah. have to three in the morning, you're drunk. Like, he's like, I just got an idea. Like, he's just like, everything was like on all the time with him. Uh, really smart guy. Like I said. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.